the average person will spend at least six months of their life sitting in their car, waiting on that red light to turn green. Did you know that? Of course you didn't know that. Welcome back to Nothing With Everything. You know who I am by now. I am your host, Avery Merriweather. And we're back for episode four. You like how I threw you guys up through that little loop right there at the beginning? You thought I was gonna be all like, welcome back to nothing with everything, and then boom! Before I could even do that, I hit you with a fun fact. That's what life's about. Life's about making each day, no matter how similar it could be to the day before, different. We're not here to just submit to life and just keep doing and just keep doing and doing. We're here to change. We're here to change and then do. Do and then change. You can change it up because changing change is also a change. All right, I'm done. (laughs) That was all off the head. Usually I follow a script. But like I said, welcome back. Episode four. It's time to get into it. Before I start, a lot of people that we know have passed on in this last month. And I would love to say each name. I would love to give a personal story about each person. But I want to do justice to them and to all of those listening to this podcast as well by kind of just taking a moment to just collect your thoughts and your prayers and your ideas and what you've experienced with people that you've either known, who have passed on, celebrities, actors, actresses, the list goes on. Let's not worry about our differences or our ideas about them or what we think of them. Let's just take the time to breathe and relax and think about those that have passed on. Thank you so, so much. This week, it's going to be great. Not just talking about the podcast. Not just talking about these amazing, amazing, amazing days we have with this weather the last couple of weeks. It's just going to be a great week. Let's leave it at that. I missed you guys. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. Topic number one is going to be taking the small wins as they come. I thought about how I was going to approach this topic and it didn't come to me until pretty recently how I wanted to kind of make this a perspective kind of thing. You know, if you know me, you know I'm into perspective. Stepping into the shoes of other people or other things to see their side of it, of everything. So have you ever been um, that little cousin or a little sibling that you know you have a lot to offer and you know you're really, really fun to be around and you know you're a positive kind of thing to be around, but you know, 
all your older siblings and cousins and they kind of just skip over you, you know? They're kind of just like, oh, what's up, little cuz? Or, no, you can't come today. You gotta stay, you gotta stay at home. We, you know, we're going out. And you feel that like little pit in your stomach drop and you're just like, oh, man, that sucks. I can, I can be cool too, you know? I'm fun to be around. Well, that's how the small wins feel. You might ask, hey, Avery, what is a small win? Let me explain. So, you're going to school, you're learning, you're at work, you're getting better at your job, right? And your main focus is that first check. Because that's everyone's main focus when they first get a job. And usually like a job will be the first like the first check won't come to like maybe two and a half, three, four weeks later, right? It's never that first, it's never just two weeks. Even if it's payday, the day you get there, you're not gonna get paid, of course, until maybe almost a month later. And then that first check's gonna suck anyways, right? So when you look for your job and you get it and you're happy, that's probably gonna be the last time you're happy on average until you get that paycheck. But today I'm gonna to take the time to get a microscope out and look at the small wins that we can get. The first small win that I would definitely say that you would get if you go to a new job is walking into the place, walking into the your place of work. That's a win. You came as a customer probably, you've probably been there a couple of times. You for sure came for the interview or wherever you went. At that time, you were not employed by that organization, by that franchise, by whoever. But that first day you come in with your uniform on or whatever you have to wear, with your badge, with your, your items, your lunch back, lunch box or whatever it may be, that's a win. Meeting new people as you start to work, that's a win. Getting to work on time, that's a win. Are you bored yet? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Basically, we take too much time in our day to focus on maybe a few accomplishments when there are plenty there. When your parents tell you you're special and everything you do is special, they mean that as because, sure, you wanna get paid, but people who adore us, people who love us are trying to tell us that doing these little small things are really great things. And the same way you save pennies and pennies and pennies and pennies and they become dollars, those small wins become big wins. It's really not rocket science. And the hard part is accepting those small wins and then taking the small wins and being as happy as you were when you had the big win for the small wins. I can't tell you how many times in a day I have to sit there and think, am I getting better? Because my goal has not been reached yet or am I just kind of sitting still? Today, I lifted some weights. I ran on the treadmill, elliptical, whatever you may. And well, that's two different machines. So that sounds dumb. I was on the elliptical, I was not on the treadmill. <laughs> Sorry. And when I got in the mirror, I was just like, wow, I'm probably fatter now. I don't look any better. Like I actually don't look any better than I did coming in today. This sucks, right? But one, I was overreacting because I probably did look better, 
but you know, we're so hard on ourselves. We don't understand that. I'll list three wins that I had before even reaching the elliptical. My first win was deciding I wanted to go to the gym fully. Half the battle is getting to the gym, getting to the library, getting to wherever you're trying to go to. My second win, honestly, like this might sound crazy, but my second win was stretching. Stretching is not common among a lot of people who work out. When you don't have a coach or a trainer or someone saying, hey, go stretch. It's harder to do all the little things, but I stretched, that was a win. And then for the time being, the third one was wiping down the machine before I used it. Because you know, well, first of all, COVID of course, but you know, those are probably one of the most germ-filled places, gyms. Wiping down that elliptical helps me, people around me, and then wiping it off when I'm done, the people after me. You might say, Avery, dude, those aren't even wins, dude. Like, you're just saying that because this is your podcast and literally, bro, you're trying to just give you... No. I've honestly taken my time out to think about the very teeny-weeny positives that I've had in my life because clearly this year has been treating us, well, what we think would be just one huge negative. Everyone you ask will say this year is a negative. Take the small wins because then you'll feel a little better at the end of the day. And if you don't, you're probably trying not to feel better because you want to prove me wrong. But you can't prove me wrong because I'll be somewhere else taking my small wins as they should be. Small wins. Don't reward yourself all the time. Don't brag or boast about them. But feel good about yourself. There are a lot of hours in the day we could sit there and pout, feel horrible, feel like there's nothing left for us to do just sit at home and collect unemployment checks. Go out and make make some small wins happen. The big ones will come, but make those small wins happen. I'll leave you with this first topic. After this first topic, I'll leave you with this. If you want to start taking your small wins seriously, I'd say as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, the rest of the night, rest of the day, whatever time it is, just try to do it. Think to yourself, okay, that was pretty cool. Reflect. Life's about reflection and how can I do it better the next time? 2020, you're still here, but so are we. We'll get you back. We'll get you back. St. Louis, Missouri. That's today's topic number two for you. What do you guys think of St. Louis? What's the first thing that pops in your mind when you think St. Louis? You could have not ever been here and answered this question. You could have been here your whole life. Of course, and answered this question. When I close my eyes and think of St. Louis, the first thing that comes to mind probably would be that like stiff kind of stale smell of like beer 
and 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 like like car gas you get that smell when you're like kind of downtown <laughs> like if you're from here or you've smelled it you know what i'm talking about that kind of just like wow this downtown does not smell good there's no way this downtown smells good like, that's, that's what you think when you kind of smell that like you can agree with anybody on that down there um i think of those like almost like baby or like infant sized potholes that you try that you run over when you're like kind of sipping like your McDonald's Sprite or something, you know, going down the road and you know, your wheels just collapse into the hole and come back out really fast. And you're just like, <sighs> you guys like apologize to your car. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to avoid that pothole, but I probably would have like smacked into the car next to me in the other lane because there's no way to avoid something that large on the street. So you kind of just like clench your butt cheeks like as you go over it. And then, you know, other people who listen to this from other cities or states or wherever might be like, we got potholes too. We, we, we got, we run over, all the time we run over potholes in our city and it's worse. Nah, nah. St. Louis has probably like the dangerous, most dangerous streets because we have the worst drivers and we have the worst potholes and there's always construction going on in the streets. And you'd be like, man, this has been two months since they've, been working on this street and then you ride on it and you're like wow that same pothole i've been hitting for the last five years is still there so they probably just like wanted to just not let us ride down the street for like a year <laughs> i think of our free zoo our lovely beautiful free zoo with like the 18 dollars hot dogs <laughs> like every other zoo i've seen costs about 20 dollars at least to get into and then they have like regular priced food but like our our zoo for sure, walk in there, but don't get hungry because then you'll be paying about $15 worth of like, you know, for about some cotton candy or something. So yeah, bring your own food to the zoo. That's a heads up in case you haven't been yet. By the way, the zoo actually is open again too for those who like the zoo. It's been reopened for about probably two months now. You have to res- reserve online, but it's worth it. I've been there a couple of times and it's still fun. It's still fun. I think of our just electric hyped fans that go to Cardinals games and of course our blue ga- blues games you know <laughs> defending champs of course that sea of blue you saw when we won the championship that was great to see that was probably the last positive thing I, I saw this city kind of perform before everything happened <laughs> with the virus and all but I'll tell you one thing about St. Louis out of all those things I named St. Louis will get you tougher. I know probably a couple of you are nodding your heads like, yeah, it for sure will. Like, if you can survive in St. Louis, you can survive anywhere. And I, I truly mean that. Like, I haven't been to enough cities to, you know, kind of gauge if this is a really bad city, but you can survive anywhere for sure if you can survive here. Everything in the book will be thrown at you. The weather can be so extreme, either cold or hot. You can get some really light, nice weather sometimes. The crime can be just awful to where you're just like, I don't even want to go outside because I'm just pretty, I'm pretty nervous for my life in certain areas. There could be times where everywhere you go that day, it just feels like it's, it's home, like it's nice and safe. 
But wherever you go, St. Louis will make you remember and be like, wow. Like there's, there's a relief every time you get back here. Every time a native of St. Louis comes back, I guarantee you, when you're riding back on that, uh, that bridge, I'm not sure what bridge it is, but when you're coming back from Illinois and you see our, the city, there's something about that where you're just like, that's my, that's my home. Like, that's where I'm from. And you, and you take some pride in it. And you're probably going to snap some photos because I feel like we have probably the coolest monument. One of the coolest monuments ever. We have, like, the arch is so cool. It's, it's breathtaking to look at. And I don't mean, like, natural monuments because there are a lot of natural um, sceneries or landscapes that are beautiful. But the arch, it makes you want to find out how it was made, how long it took, what year it was made. It makes you want to just, it's just beautiful. And then we have like the perfect amount of like tall buildings that won't like overshadow the arch. Yeah, they're taller than the arch, but they don't, it's like about six or seven really like nice kind of tall buildings around or behind the arch, depending on wherever you are looking at it. And like that's, that, that's so cool to me. Cause it's like the arch is definitely like right there. <laughs> you can touch it. That's the cool part as well. You can go up to the arch and touch it. I've had plenty of chances, or I'd say not chances, but thoughts to where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be in St. Louis. I don't. And to this day, I can be honest, there are a lot of days where I feel like this is not where I want to be anymore. But I take pride in this city because it's all we got. You can only be from one place. You can be born somewhere and then grow up somewhere else, but that's that's another story to talk about. But if you're born in St. Louis, you know how, how good it can be. And there are, there are so many eras that St. Louis can offer. I remember when we were growing up and the Rams had just won the Super Bowl. Nelly was hot. <laughs> like everything kind of ran through St. Louis for a while. It was really cool. And I was very young. You know, I was born in 98. So <laughs> I know some of y'all are like, boy, y'all need memory out of that. Like, <laughs> but no, I, remember, I remember a lot. And Downtown was really lively and fun and it was family friendly. Now I feel like our downtown isn't too family friendly anymore. It's it's kind of ridden with a lot of uh, different problems, but I still own it. I still, I still look at our city as if it's that city that I woke up to when I was six, seven years old and went down to Union Station and played with the trains there and went to the um, Cardinals games when we had the old Bush Stadium and before it was torn down. It's a beautiful city. So this little topic or area of conversation was just kind of just to think about the good times and think about where you're from. This is a great city. And I'm sure from, for those who aren't from here, you're from great places too. We all are from, a kid from somewhere, as you've probably heard before. Have some pride in where you're from. Learn to love and live. Live and um, you know love the city you're from and just keep pushing. There's a lot going on right now, but understand this city is here for you. It's going to be the same way every day. St. Louis, stand up. Have you caught yourself trying to emulate certain people? Question mark. Have you found yourself almost following a certain trend? Question mark. 
Have you ever dressed up like Spider-Man and jumped off your bed and tried to land like him? Question mark. Or maybe that was just me when I was younger. Anyways, today's topic is about being original. I don't know how many times I've caught myself like trying to emulate a certain person or like actor or NBA player or celebrity, like the little small things. Like I'll be walking down the street or something, you know, and then somebody, I can, I can kind of see somebody looking at me through my peripheral vision and I'd be like, oh, okay, let me go ahead and walk a little cooler, like, like Denzel or something so they can, you know, so they can kind of catch my vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like you just do it because it's just like, wow. I mean, it looked cool on TV, so it got to look cool when I do it, but it probably doesn't. Like, I probably look really stupid doing that. But being original isn't about just being, like, just trying to find who you are and being that person. Being original is acting off instinct. That's what being original is. It's not about, like, okay, how can I be my, my most self? Or how can I be me to the T? To the like, no, because, like, that's, then you're, trying to, you're just trying too hard. I've seen people try to literally dress like certain people, like talk like certain people. I mean, forget like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I mean, you watch him on one screen, Michael Jordan on the other screen. And it's like, wow, you're, you took 95% of his moves. The fadeaway, the tongue hanging out your mouth. Like who do you think you is? But then again, it's like, why do we love Kobe so much? Because he, he took that and made it his own. Like, you can say so much about Kobe Bryant, him trying to be like Michael Jordan. Like, if you've never seen highlights, I, 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 I please go on YouTube and just type in like Michael Jordan and, and Kobe Bryant, same moves, you know, something like that. It'll give you, I promise you, it'll give you like a side-by-side -side video of Kobe Bryant doing exactly what MJ did. And like, it's like, oh, that's lame. But then it's like, when Kobe did it though, it's kind of cool. Because a lot of players and people after that follow Kobe Bryant, try to be like him. Because Kobe Bryant was original. Yeah, he took certain moves. He took a certain flair, a certain style from somebody. You can do that. That's, that's fine. But then it becomes to where you have to think about the actions before you do them. And I don't mean like in a good way. Like I don't mean like, hey, think before you act like no I mean like before you react to anything you're like let me go ahead and, and do it how they did it like no because then that's when you're un unoriginal mean what you do like and when you can mean what you do by just acting off instinct and if you end up acting like somebody off instinct on purpose but on accident kind of like it's like man I'm just so used to act like that person I just did it that's fine because you're being yourself but the wasted energy comes from when you start trying to emulate somebody to a point where you're not yourself anymore, where you're a shell of yourself. It's a reason why you're yourself. It's a reason why I'm Avery, because I was made this way. Embracing that was probably the best thing I've ever done. That's why this podcast is here right now, because I took the time out to realize, hey, if I'm not going to be me, who is going to be me? I'm going to die somebody else. I don't want to die somebody else. I want to die me. I want to die Avery Mary Weather. You can do it too. And we're not kids here. We're not babies. I'm not going to sit here and, and pound that in your head. You can do it too. 
Be yourself. It's so much more fun. It's so, when you're yourself and you just act off of your actions, like it doesn't, you don't even care what people think. I get told I talk a lot. I get told I'm always too happy. I get told I can't dress. That's a lie. You know, I, everybody know me, know I can dress. <laughs> yeah, you know me, yeah, you know I'm not really a good dresser. But that's me though. Like I'm Avery and I'm gonna bring Avery every day. You can, you can sit there and think, this is gonna be Avery tomorrow, the next week, the next month. This is me, this podcast is me. Let's just, I'm gonna end it with this. Let's say you're a coach and you have two players, you have 14 players on your basketball team and you have one last spot. And these two players that are left over, one of them is their self every single day. They're not, they're not, they're not the best at what they do, but they're gonna bring the same hustling energy every day. They're gonna hustle, they're gonna dive for loose balls, they're going to be consistent in what they do. No, they can't make all the shots. No, they can't score all the points, but they're going to be consistent. And then on the other end, I got a kid who it can make shots from time to time, but he's trying to be like other people. It's not, it's not, it doesn't look too good, but like people want to play with him or her because, you know, they do a certain thing, but you don't know what you're going to expect on a day in, day out basis. If I'm the coach, I'm not sure about you, but I'm grabbing that kid that's going to be consistent and brings what he brings to the table every, or she brings to the table every single day, no matter what it is. Because it's like, at least I know, I want to get what I expect. That person. I'm not going to get some wannabe person. Think. Think about who you are and what you can be. And to my next podcast, I'm, I'm going to ask, who are you? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Usually I keep all my secrets, you know, all my podcast, um, you know, thoughts and processes under wraps. But I'm going to ask you next podcast, who are you? And I need an answer. Just, just, just blurt it out loud to yourself or say it to yourself. Stay healthy. Wear a mask. I love each and every single one of you listeners. Don't think I'm just talking in general. I can see who views this. I can kind of see the accounts and everything. Yeah, I, I love you guys. Stay healthy. Stay out them parties with all them people. We're trying to stop a pandemic, y'all. We ain't trying to get sick no more. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of sticking these things in my nose to test if I have a virus. That's not fun. My eyes water. Be safe. I love y'all. Till next time. Peace.